liftoff and the clock has started. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 230, recording February 13th, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we've got some Nintendo Directage. I think that's a word. If not, we just made it up. And uh, we are living double wide this week with our trailer trash. Uh, to do this and navigate these waters, I have with me, as always, Shannon Elevator Moore. What's up? How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. I got to see you yesterday. We uh, did some Super Bowl like sports ball watching, and um, mm-hmm. that was great. Uh, yeah, um, I'm glad to see that you're alive and kicking because we were a little worried about you this weekend. Oh, Definitely yeah. thought your boy was gonna die. Yeah. Lots um, of prayers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pay F or push F to pay your respects. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm glad glad you're here. Oh, thank you. Yes, there will be no F pushing um, or pressing or anything <laughs> of said nature. Uh, yeah, had a uh, had an incident. People thought blood clots might be involved. Who knows? Who can say? Uh, appendages went numb. It, it was a it was a lot of fun at the hospital this week. It was good times. But <laughs> I am here. I am on my feet. Um, I made it home in time for the Super Bowl party. I was hosting. So yes, uh, good times. Uh, uh, <laughs> but we, we, we can cover more on that later. Uh, also joining us back from his sweater wearing Disneyland adventures, Justin, don't cry over spilled milk Carter. It's your boy. I know it was a it was a little chilly in California in the evenings and stuff like uh, walking around. I was glad I packed a few sweaters because let me tell you what, once the sun went down, it got a little little windy, a little chilly Mm -hmm. around the old uh, mouse park. But especially after going on a splash mountain. Uh, what being a little wet. Oh, yes, uh, that'll always do it for sure. And the wind. Smelling did like you uh, did you bag up any water to sell on eBay? Uh, you know, dude, I tried to carry some in my mouth, but I actually <laughs> swallowed it. So, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, that's 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 horrible. Like He's going around now being like, I am the lizard queen. You're going to sold your piss. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, um, it was a lot of fun, though. I uh, I ate a lot of the Lunar New Year food. Um, there was a macaroon that was shaped like Mickey Mouse's head that was mm. delicious. Um, I also had Dole Whip for the first time. Every time I really? went to Disneyland. The first I, time? How many yeah. times have you gone to Disneyland? So in total, this was my... Well, in my entire life, like my fifth time. But I don't... I was like... a. a fucking young young child the first time and then 2001 i I apologize because i was under the impression you had gone way more often like i I thought you were a like four or five time a year guy not like ever okay okay never mind like yeah no because i the last two times when i went with megan 
But prior to this time, I was promised Dole Whip, but her leg was fucked the one time and she didn't want to walk all the way back to Adventureland to get it. So we'd left. And then the second time, again, I was promised it and I didn't get it. So I was like, dude, I want the fucking Dole Whip. <laughs> like, I've been promised it twice now. And then something happens because we always wait till the end to get it. And I'm like, no. I'm like, the problem is we keep waiting. Let's just get it now because I really want to fucking try it just once. So I finally got it and it was delicious. Did you get just like OG Dole Whip or did you go the float? Like, what did you do? Yeah, I did. I did a uh, where. I guess it would be considered a float. It had like the ice cream. In. I mixed it all together into a nice, like thick float concoction. And it was... uh, a, a dole whip shake yes. sort of concoction. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's very good. Um, I now... also, oh, go ahead. Rode... Oh, I was going to say I rode a lot of rides. I didn't get a ride mm. before too. Like the, that one roller coaster in California adventure that was rebranded as the Incredicoaster. Oh yeah, the California Screaming, but now it's the Incredicoaster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I gotta give them kudos because while you're waiting in line, you know, there's like a bunch of incredible shit like playing whatever, mm -hmm. and they totally like reference the fact that they just rebranded the roller coaster. And they're <laughs> like, dude, you're really just gonna like? Did they really just slap us on this like old ass ride? And they're like, yeah, it's like marketing synergy or whatever. And so they acknowledge That's the really fact that funny. they did that. It's so good. But the roller coaster was really fun because. You know, Megan and her mom didn't want to ride like Space Mountain or mm. the Incredible, any of that stuff that like Killian also wanted to ride. And I was like, dude, I'll ride it. I don't care. So me and him was nice is because for like the Fast Pass stuff, um, they don't like check ID or anything. So there was a lot of times where I was using Megan and her mom's Fast Passes to ride oh, nice. stuff Fast Pass multiple times and stuff. So we got to do like Matterhorn twice. We got to do the Incredicoaster twice oh, with fast pass and stuff because they didn't want to ride those so that's cool that's right and uh i do <laughs> i have to tell you guys uh i was listening to the show last week uh that you guys put out and you putting justin in the corner like that was just chef's kiss like i don't uh, about the sweaters yeah about the yeah. matching sweat the birthday sweaters <laughs> but you know i will tell you uh you know seeing justin asleep and all nuzzled up and in, in like on Megan's shoulder on the, on the old trolley. Like, you know, it was a good day. It was a good day for Justin. I was, I was happy to see him enjoying himself. Little man was tuckered out. Yeah, you know? I did. You know, I have been told that I can sleep anywhere and I constantly challenge that and have proven it that I did fall asleep on the trolley at Disneyland for well, a while. But but in all seriousness, that's why you don't drive, right? Like it's a little that, that is I yeah. can also I have fallen asleep while driving before. It does not matter the situation. If I'm <laughs> tired, my body will just window shut down <laughs> in any given circumstance. It does not just... matter where I am. You just fucking blue screen and you're done. <laughs> make it, it'll make for great wedding photos. I'll tell you that much. Dude, well, it's like, I'll never forget the one when I lived uh, at my very first apartment, I was driving home. I think it was from my parents and I was so tired. And I was dozing off while like driving back to the apartment and I made it back 
and I parked the car, turned it off, and I fell asleep, still seat buckled in the driver's seat. And I woke up and thought I was still driving. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Scared, and it scared the shit out of me. And I was like, oh, my. And I looked around and I pulled up. It had been like an hour and a half. And like Chris had texted me. He's like, dude, where the fuck are you? And I was like, dude, I'm downstairs. <laughs> I fell asleep in the parking lot at the complex. It was so funny. You open your eyes and just like scream and slam on the brakes. Yeah, like- yeah it was like 11 at night at this point. And I was like, oh, my God. I, my heart, like, immediately was, like, palpitations <laughs> as soon as I woke up. Yeah, that's Damn. hilarious. I will also tell you that from last week's episode, I had I have the biggest uh, FOMO for the uh, Steam Deck. Like, oh. hearing you gush about it and talk about it, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, it's pretty sweet, bro. Pretty sweet. Um, I'm happy for you. I'm so happy. <laughs> I, I, I did. You, uh, Shannon was way too generous with his birthday gift, but it mm. did uh, make me have a complete impulse purchase <laughs> that was also fueled by Justin. I haven't played it yet, but I bought pizza tower. <gasps> yes. Just Justin's so excited about it and hearing him talk about it for like two straight weeks. I was like, man, all right. I, and it seems like a great steam deck game and it just got verified last week for steam deck. So yeah, we're doing it. We're in. Good. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad very excited to hear your uh, thoughts my, on my pizza Christmas tower. presents bringing you joy. Yes, it is quite lovely. Uh, speaking of the Christmas present, uh, so for those that need a refresher, actually, I don't know if I ever said on here, Shannon got me this kick ass King Kong versus Godzilla poster that mm-hmm. rules. And uh, we found a frame so I can hang it properly oh dope and i uh i'm hanging it in my living room um (laughs) yes hell yeah that's rad the uh the the compromise my wife and i came to (laughs) there is a wonderful spot on a blank wall in my living room that just happens to get covered up when the front doors open (laughs) so that was that was the compromise spot I'll take it. I'll yeah, take it. I, you know that was me. I was like, I'll take it. Great, mm-hmm. sold. Like the door's closed more than it's open. This is great. Exactly. Like six months out of the year, it's closed all the time because it's freezing. And anytime her family's over, that door's going to be wide open. Thirty <laughs> degrees outside. Nope. We need some airflow. Oh, so um, that's what's going to be funny. She's like shivering in the living room. It's like fifty-two <laughs> degrees in the house. You're like, you want me to close the door? She's like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyone else ever randomly pull up the aircraft carrier sequence from that movie and just watch it like on YouTube or something? Because I do that all the time. That's such a great freaking action sequence. I love it. Um, I've played the Godzilla under the water, like kind of exerting his dominance over like the humans. I've done that a couple times. Uh-huh. Um just because I think that's really cool. And on my, I wanted to see how it looked on my OLED TV. Oh, sure. The new one. Yeah. Uh, it, it's magical. I love it. So um, I, 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 even though I bag on that movie quite frequently, I, there are moments where I play it. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it's a, let's, Jan- let's, let's be fair. Like script wise. Yeah. It's not the strongest thing in the world, <laughs> but uh, man, I love the fights. The fights in that movie are so good. I mean, it took Shannon four times to get through the movie, so... Yeah, I mean... 
I did it in two sittings. All right. I had COVID <laughs> when I watched it. So just leave me alone. <laughs> and, and the, uh, the other one I'll pull up on YouTube and watch from time to time is the sub zero scorpion fight where like he freezes blood and stabs dude with it. Like, th- I'm sorry. That's cool. <laughs> every time it rules every time. It's just, <sighs> I want another one of those movies. They're working on it. They better. Who do who, I need to write a strongly worded email? Like, who do I talk to? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, if anyone is uh, wondering if I seem more rambling than us- usual, uh, I believe we are going to call this one a relaxed takes episode. For Zach. Relaxed takes there from Zach. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm a little medicated right now. Probably shouldn't be hosting, but at least I'm not driving. And uh, hey, we'll see where this uh, magical journey takes us all. So come along for the ride. Well, I mean, it's going to take us straight into Nintendo land, isn't it? Because uh... that's my favorite <laughs> land. Well, I probably shouldn't have taken these hallucinogens, but um <laughs> Yeah, let's do this. Uh, and if you don't mind, Justin, why don't you take the lead on this one? Dude, I'd love to. Daddy Nintendo finally came out. Uh, you know, be starting the year off strong with a Nintendo Direct for a bunch of new stuff slated. They wanted to show off a lot of stuff slated for this year. And, dude, boy, howdy, did they. Um, dude, we got... Uh, in the theme of they couldn't just let Hi-Fi rush, you know, shadow drop and get away with it. So we got Metroid Prime remastered, shadow dropped that day. Which I thought was hilarious. That was them being like, oh, you're going to steal our thunder? Yeah, Microsoft? you're going to no, no, no. pull a card out of Nintendo's book? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was really cool. Uh, we also... Dude, I, I'm going to bring it. It's something I've been waiting for forever. I guarantee you almost nobody else even knew this game existed. But on 3DS, there was a game called Fantasy Life. And I loved it. It was great. It was by Level 5, the same people that did Nino Kuni and stuff. It's a fun little adventure kind of game where you play as a person. And the thing I liked about it was there's different classes. Like you're a chef, a warrior, uh, a mage, a a carpenter like whatever but the difference is you can switch between all of them so you can do everything but it's just depending on whatever hat or different outfits you're wearing and you can go and do quests the like chef quests, and then go and do this and whatever and it was so fun that megan had to buy a 3ds and we both had the game so we could play together because towards the end of the game uh like for especially for the warrior quests and stuff it gets really hard and you basically need multiple people to take down like some of the big monsters and for the longest time i was like please just give me an hd remake of this game on the switch or something and we're getting a sequel uh it's fantasy life it's like echo of the lost Uh, girl the girl who steals time yes uh so that is we're gonna get that and so i'm hoping it's as good as the first one um, you know, it's funny because I, I saw that and I had never heard of the original game at all. And it's one of those things where the trailer didn't really look like a game I would enjoy all that much. But you talking about it, going into more detail, I'm like, oh, OK, because it had like 
you know, terraform. It almost looked Animal Crossing ish, the way you were chopping down trees and like terraforming stuff and and things like that. But now the hats they're wearing make more sense. I'll yeah, and like the terraforming things new, like that looks a hundred percent ripped from Animal Crossing. But oh, okay. I'm excited to see because really before, yeah, it was just kind of like doing quests and going from here to here. So I'm really excited to see how they kind of improve on that formula. Well, and and the aesthetic is almost Animal Crossing ish too in yeah. this version. So I'm curious. Curious. Um, we, we also got some Pikmin Four. Uh, we finally got like an actual like gameplay for Pikmin Four. And I mean, does anybody want that after playing Tinykins? Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I I don't think I'll go back to Pikmin after playing Tinykin. But that's just me. Well, because my thing is, I guess it depends. Like, maybe, you know, Pikmin 4 took some notes from Tinykin. Like, maybe it's not I hope so. inclusive. Like, you know, it looks like they've added, like, a bunch more Pikmin. And there's a dog character now that looked really cool. It's, like, rushing through stuff. So, looks like they're changing up the formula a little bit. I, I hope so. Because, really, Tinykin, what it did more than anything was just, you really saw how a streamlined Pikmin could really kick ass. And, and it did. And so I'm hoping they, I'm hoping by adding some mechanics, they're also like smoothing out some mechanics. We'll see. But that's uh, what July 21st, right? Uh, yes. July 21st. And then dude coming out, uh, pretty quick here in a couple months they finally revealed advance wars one and two is finally coming out yeah about a I'm, year delay yeah i'm so yeah. comes out 421 finally i'm so happy that it didn't just die on the shelf somewhere uh, i'll tell you i bet that game is polished like freaking <laughs> king's silver at this point i mean dude it has to be I mean, it better be with all the time that they got on it. It yeah. just it better be the most magical re like remake they've ever done. I, I'm you know, I loved I love those first two Advance Wars. Like I'm I'm very interested in checking this out. The art style just kind of throws me off a little bit that they chose to do on the remake, but the mechanics of Advance Wars kick ass. Like those games I mean, are really fun. I'm still going through uh, Fire Emblem. I don't know if I'm going to want another tactics game like right well, on the heels of this one. I'll tell you, Nintendo did you in particular, Shannon, a real big solid mm-hmm. because the Xenoblade Chronicles expansion pass DLC gets released on February 15th, which means it can't ruin your Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, I'll do that. You get to build up all this collateral tomorrow and then cash all those chips in the next day (laughs) well i know what i'm getting for valentine's day now right Mm -hmm. for yourself i love myself (laughs) i know right (laughs) and then you also get octopath traveler 2 on february 24th Mm. really yeah that's a weird timing release don't you think nintendo has to make sure that they get shannon 60 dollars yeah because I'll tell you, they're not getting my $70 from another game that they were talking about. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Could you possibly be talking about Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? You are correct. Um, I am not going to be buying that game 
uh, not at that price tag, and I don't think at any price tag. Uh, but it's a it's a Zelda game. It's never getting cheaper. Yeah, they'll remake it thirty years from now, and it'll still be the same price. <laughs> and Justin will buy it for the sixteenth time. Okay, first of all, no, <laughs> like you didn't see me. I wasn't sitting there palm sweaty for fucking Skyward Sword. All right, You're right. I don't live in Arizona. I don't know what you were doing when they were announcing that. You're right. You don't. But no, I, I, you know, this is the times when I really wish we were like live streaming the podcast. <laughs> the look of just disgust on Justin's face was so good. Palpable. No, I figure in 20 years when they do, you know, multiple re-releases of all these Zelda games, it's just Justin's going to be running out of room on his legs for the games. <laughs> Will have worked from the arms down. His chest yeah. will be all covered. It'll all just be creeping downwards. <laughs> Dude, <you're not laughs> he doesn't have a retort. I, I didn't. I didn't. You know, I got just like last week, bro. I got backed into a corner, and I didn't know where to go with it. But I was waiting for the super obvious Skyward Sword joke, but no one made. Uh, I'm disappointed in both of you. Um, I, other than the original Zelda in the gold cartridge and Breath, the first Breath of the Wild, I have zero clout with Zelda games. You never played a uh, 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 Wind Waker? Nope. Uh, see, that's that's the one, and that's the, the, where we talked about last week. That's the one where I'm so mad that they've never released that HD remake on the Switch. It's the one Zelda I like really loved. It was great. Like exploring the map, unlocking the little islands, finding all the little secrets. Like it, it played so well. And like, there was something about like being on the boat and on the water that really worked. Um, and, and you know what the other one I really liked was the first, uh, DS one, not spirit tracks, but what was it? Uh, Phantom Hourglass? Yeah, Phantom Hourglass. It had that real bullshit center dungeon thing that you had to keep going back to over and over, which sucked. But I actually thought as a portable game, it was really fun. See, I, I couldn't get in. I just didn't like using the stylus to swing the sword. Mm, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't get past that. Um, I did That's play fair. I never played Spirit Tracks, but I did play I don't think I ever beat Phantom Hourglass, but I yeah. did. I put a decent amount of time. I really got into fishing in Phantom Hourglass. Yeah. So like I, that was my big thing. I was like mapping it out. Like I caught like, I think every fish except for like the big final one. And the one uh, puzzle that drove everyone insane that you had to close the DS to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did do some really cool. I will give it that it did utilize. I feel like the DS to its fullest potential. It did do that. You know what game actually utilized the DS to its fullest fullest potential? Fullish potential? Um, The Looney Tunes game. Like, that game did the wildest shit where, like, you would close it and it would talk to you. It made use of the microphone. It, like, it was, for the time, it was nuts. I have to look up the title now because I forget what it was, but... Dude, that's, like, in my eyes, uh, WarioWare Smooth Moves... I felt like it was one of the best like Wii games because of how it constantly like used the Wiimote and stuff like answering it like a phone and then you like balance it like it used uh, the Wiimote in like every possible way. It was so good. It was Looney Tunes Duck Amuck. 
and it's fantastic if you ever get a chance to play it. Hey, look, nineteen ninety nine. You can get a copy right here. That's a steal. Yeah, Amazon. You got it. Nice. Um, sorry, we got way off track. Sorry yeah. about that. Uh, so yes, what's what's next, Jess? Dude, I was just gonna say like the last like real big thing that was a super surprise that also was revealed that you could play that day was finally after people for ever have been clamoring for it you can now play game boy and game yeah. Boy Advance games on the switch which not gonna it's one of those it's a double edge so i'm kind of pissed that they locked the game boy advance games behind the expansion pass agree but at the same time though it's adding more content to the expansion pass because it's like there isn't really like a ton for it so i get why they did it I'm more just mad because I don't have the expansion pass, so I don't mm-hmm. get the Game Boy Advance. And it's just like, dude, I really don't want to. Like, I'm, I thought you were stealing someone else's account. No, I am, but they don't have <laughs> the expansion pass. <laughs> well, uh, why don't you get off their account and get on this account over here? I'm dude, just saying. Make it, we can, you know what? I'm coming out to California. A couple, you we can are. Make that happen. You can because then, then I can play. Uh, you know, some Minish Cap is coming on the advance, and mm-hmm. but I do have access to the Game Boy one. And although my head's been buried in Fire Emblem, I am looking forward to replaying Wario Land three on it again. Nintendo hasn't forgotten Wario Land. Apparently, you know, it's on there. Uh, they, oh no, they forgot it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> say that. So. Is, I I guess I didn't realize until this direct, like Nintendo has games coming out like now, like in the next two months, like it's a pretty full calendar because, you know, they dropped Metroid Prime, the remaster, uh, the like we said, the Xenoblade stuff comes out uh, t- tomorrow or two days from now, probably the day you're listening to this. Uh, then we've got what was it kirby yeah return, return to, to dreamland. dreamland comes at the end of the month and then there was some other like big game out oh the bayonetta game comes out on shannon's birthday happy birthday shannon yeah and then uh the uh we were just talking about it the whatever octopath traveler comes out this right? month too oh and dead cells return to castlevania comes out march 6th so it's and like Bay- all, this, all Bayonetta of a sudden is march 17th yeah, that's what that's what I said. Shannon's birthday, yeah, and uh, so all of a sudden, like Nintendo's got bangers? Question mark. But I mean, games coming out in, I like. Does any other publisher have stuff like this coming in the next two months? Like they've kind of got these months sewn up to themselves. Yeah, not unless uh, they're shadow dropping more stuff. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I know of. <laughs> Microsoft had to like move heaven and earth just to get that high fi rush thing out. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know hey, if they hey, got hey, anything hey, else hey. in the tank. Let's have a little respect on a potential game of the year. Okay. Whoa, like, high fi rush. High fi rush rules. And I will also say, we did get a sneak peek at some of that Mario Kart 8 Wave 4 mm-hmm. DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, no date, just spring 2023. But we also got to see some Fire Emblem. Uh, what, like, all is, I guess, coming for their expansion pass which then i will say them releasing the second wave that day for the expansion pass did make me get it i did buy the expansion pass for fire emblem which interesting i did 
I was going to make a joke about Shannon beating the expansion pass in like 2026. <laughs> uh, but then I realized, no, they're just going to keep releasing games and he'll he'll buy it, but it'll never go back. Later. Damn. I mean, maybe. I mean, but why you got to put me out on Front Street like that? Well, you don't have matching sweaters, so I have to pick something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you commented on Facebook and said you liked my sweater. <laughs> I... Y- it was a good. It, it was a way better sweater than I I was picturing in my head, Justin. Thanks, I, apolo- I apologize. <laughs> and it sounds like the look of shock on his face. You're like, man, you can punk on Shannon all you want, but don't t- don't attack me over here, little old me. I was like, I thought we had a mutual truth. Hey, Justin, is the Ghost Trick game just a remake? Do you know that? You know, I think it looks like it, but I think it is. Um, I never played the original, though. Well, that was one of those games like, what was it, 10 or 15 years ago? That was really clever and cool. But I just don't know if that game holds up today. So I'll be I'll be curious to see the reviews on that one. Yeah, it was a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but you know, it was it like having a chance to look back on it. It seemed like it was a lot of remasters and remakes and oh, for sure. Um, you I know, mean, it's it's Nintendo, so you know. And part of me is still frustrated that they're putting out like all the like. I think that the the thing that bugs me the most about um, Zelda is that they're going to charge you seventy dollars for a game on a console that is severely underpowered and outdated for that game yeah i you know i feel like we've said this a lot but it's Mm -hmm. the switch just makes me nervous now especially with big time releases like you know disney illusion island which also looked really cool as far as a 2d platformer goes like that one doesn't make me nervous because how much horsepower does that really need to Mm -hmm. to look look and run well but man when you're talking about a huge expansive 3d world and all this stuff it's like I mean, to your point, Breath of the Wild had hitchy moments, and that was seven years ago now. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's just my point of contention with them. But other than that, I'm glad that I'll have stuff, more stuff to play. I mean, like, I was a sucker and went out and bought Metroid Prime Remaster because I never got to play it the first time around. Oh, you've never, never had... played that? No. It's, so, it's like, pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. cool. So I, I'm, I mean, forty bucks. Yeah, it was a little. I felt that was a little pricey, but you know, it was worth it for the experience because I wanted to play the mm-hmm. game. Um, I also, uh, you know, I'll, we'll get into it later. But uh, yeah, it was okay. a banger of a week for my uh, Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Your Switch was uh, getting put through its paces. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it was stroking out. But yeah, and, um, anything uh, else in the news um, that we want to talk about? Uh, what what do you got, Justin? Um, you know, I think that's pretty much it. I I honestly, you know, I think it's time for some trailer trash. Mm. Oh, we need we need a little double wide. Is that what we're doing? Boys, sit down. It's gonna be a long one tonight. We watched the Super Bowl this weekend, and a lot of people decided it was time to put out a trailer for their movies. So we're gonna talk about it right here. Take a load off, get your moonshine, and stare at them pretty stars. 
<laughs> Why do I feel so dirty? <laughs> I don't know. I was I was trying to go for more like old grizzled country dude who was gonna like whittling on his front oh, yeah. porch. I, I and... need uh I need nice little banjo music behind that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Shannon, I was pleasantly aroused. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> and we're never back using that this... voice again. Never <laughs> 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 And we're back to the Skyward Sword. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Hey, Hello. Um, yeah, so which one do you want to start with? Because there's some um, there's some heavy hitters. Okay, I think I think we need to get it out of the way. Because <laughs> it's awkward. Because there's so much baggage attached to it. You guys. <sighs> the, flash, <laughs> Don't. the flash looks really fucking good. Uh-huh. Like, really good. And, and I kind of hate myself for saying that, but God damn it. You know, yeah. that's the funny thing, right? Is like, they were just like, yeah, we know there's drama around this. And we know a lot of people think that this dude's a scumbag and he is, he is. Don't get me wrong. He is. But I mean, this, this movie's going to be a banger, right? So we can look the other way for like a little bit. Just enjoy just I, what it is you know it, it in all seriousness i had that thought of like wow it really goes to show that still in the year of our lord 2023 you can get away with fucking anything in hollywood <laughs> as long as you are a part of something that is going to make someone a billion dollars like i mean i don't know how ezra miller's not in jail to be honest but here we are, and that uh, it, I have conflicting emotions because, yeah, that dude, that dude sucks in a lot of ways, and I do see why they kept going. No, 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 though, no, 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 it's okay. It's just, it's just a little kidnapping. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Um, because man, damn guys, that movie looks. Just scorching hot. So. Uh, you know, I w- I am stoked for a lot of it. Um, you know, there there were some very interesting cameos in that move in that trailer. Um, you know, because I didn't know really anything much about like where they were going to go with the flashpoint kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll also be like interesting to see like if. Cavill's in there for Superman or who they got in there for yeah. Superman. Um, you know, a lot of questions were answered about seeing Michael Keaton's Batman, which was awesome. Brought me right back to my childhood. I, I, I did love that with a like, you're, you're, he's like, yeah, I'm Batman. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot there that looks good. Like this looks like, which is sad, right? Like it, this looks like the greatest DC movie that they've put out to date. Mm-hmm. so far just from the trailer's perspective and it's also the one with the biggest scumbaggiest person <laughs> which is saying something considering who's been a part of these movies yeah. um but it also seems to be the uh the cherry on the top of the snyder verse because you gotta imagine this is the last time you're gonna see a lot of these characters played by these actors mm-hmm. at this point um and uh yeah like you get two Batmans, two Batmans, Batmans, Batfleck and Keaton's Batman. So, uh, 
it, it wasn't there like Supergirl in this trailer too? Yeah, so it looks like from like the like Flashpoint, the comic book and stuff, it looks like they kind of replaced Superman's kind of role, like storyline in it with Supergirl instead. Okay. Yeah, I wonder so, if Cavill was like, F you guys, like I'm out. So that's why, yeah, I don't think Cavill's going to be it. And I'm kind of wondering too, if I don't think um, Wonder Woman or Aquaman is going to mm-hmm. be in it. Um, or if it is like just like a slight thing, because their whole thing in Flashpoint was, you know, they had the war between the Atlanteans and the Amazons. But I'm wondering if they're just going to be like, oh, that already happened in this universe. Like they're dead now. <laughs> like they killed each other in this yeah. war. So instead of having that actively going on, it'll just be like an event that has already occurred in that universe. It'd be really funny if they were like, oh, no, Gal Gadot got canceled. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it looks really good. I'm excited. Like, it looks like for Batman that they're almost in, like, Tim Burton's, like, universe mm-hmm. for Batman. Like, the cave, the car, like, it has everything we see. Like, the dark, they have, like, the Dark Knight bike at, like, yeah, one point yeah. in the trailer. Um, dude, I what's really going to, it looks so good. And what is going to either make it or break it for me, I'm like, is who is playing Zoom? Um, because it doesn't, based off the boot, like people have been mm-hmm. dissecting it. It looks like it's zoom instead of reverse flash, just based on like the literal like half a second you see when they go boot to boot. Well, because it's a- it, it's not the reverse flash color, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, dude, I would kill for it to. People have wanted uh, <laughs> Homelander as the fan cast for reverse <laughs> flash, and I was like, he would be like, he's the perfect level of psychopath to play. Right reverse flash like he could I, nail that part i'd almost want to throw a bunch of makeup on him and have him play like brainiac or something but yeah <laughs> no i could see it i could see it for sure isn't it sad that that guy's been typecasted to play psychopaths <laughs> i mean that's got to say something about your mental standing uh in a acting capacity i guess I, i'm sure uh, as long as he keeps getting jobs he's okay with it yeah, right know, right but uh, no, I'm like I said, conflicting, conflicting. But at the same time, I, I can't deny it just looks amazing. It looks really good. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, let's just be honest. I'm not I don't think I'm going to go out to the movies to see it just because it's probably going to be a pretty lengthy movie. And I just don't have mm-hmm. the time to do that nowadays. So I'm probably just going to wait for it to come out onto a streaming service that I watch on a regular basis. So. Technically, I'm not really giving him any money because the streaming service has already paid for it. And yeah, they're going to yeah, get yeah. it anyway. But, um, but yeah, I think that's maybe how I'll see it and work my way around the guilt. My, I think I think how it works is the higher pitch your voice gets, the truer it gets. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's the math. Why are we talking like this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, what, what movie should we do next? Well, how about the one that isn't really a trailer? but it was just the Super Mario Brothers commercial for the plumbing service. That, <laughs> that was pretty funny, Bowl. though. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Like, they, Nintendo actually acknowledged the Super Mario rap. Yeah. Which was, <laughs> but I loved how it just looked like a cable access channel commercial. Yeah. That was pretty good. The chick's, like, reading the teleprompter. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh I mean, yeah, that wasn't really a trailer. It was just one of those like, hey, by the way, this movie's still coming. Yes, this Isn't movie the- is going to take your money. Yes. 
we know children aren't watching the Super Bowl, but we know all you 40-year-olds are that were kids when this game came out, so we're using the old Super Mario rap. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's... Uh, Shannon, should we have a therapy session about the Guardians trailer? We should, uh, because I've been watching... I've watched that trailer that Justin put in the Discord mm-hmm. maybe five times already, like today. Like, just... Just because I needed the, I need to brace myself for what's going to happen, right? Like, I don't think it's going to be good. I don't think, like, I think half of the Guardians aren't coming out of this next movie, um, alive. Probably, (laughs) Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a rough one. It's it's um it's I'm kind of wondering if this is like the dark phase of uh, Marvel right now, like. You're going to have Quantumania and like somebody's going to get axed in that one. You're going to have mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Somebody's going to get a whole bunch of people are going to get messed up in this one. Um, and you'll have like basically like this decimated crew from phase like, you know, from the first phase, like the Thanos like snap phase that are like obliterated and gone. And then you're going to have like this new crew that's going to rise from the rubble to take on like, you know, Kang and whoever else are going to be his his baddies well and i think i think they just you know they're sunsetting a lot of characters Mm -hmm. and and it sucks because of all of the marvel characters this is easily my favorite grouping every time they're on screen together i love it and Mm -hmm. so yeah knowing that this is probably the last time you get all these people on one screen and or one movie at the same time sucks it sucks i'm not looking forward to it that being said, this movie looks rad. Like mm-hmm. I'm fully on board. The Groot Groot holding like eight blasters. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> it was just awesome. Yeah, the it it's so weird, right? Because like half of it you want to be just like an all out epic space opera battle, right? And then mm-hmm. there are so many shots that are just so like brilliantly shot with color, right? Like when they're jumping out of the, with the spacesuits and everybody's got yeah. like a different colors on the white background with like, you don't even know what's going on there, but at the same time, it's like such a break from like the heaviness. Like they put like that little like light and airy segment in there and you're like, okay, I get your, it, there, I get what you're trying to do, but like this trailer is just heavy. Like this is a heavy meal, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like I can only imagine what the movie's going to be like. Like but Justin. it's also, you know, it's also James Gunn saying goodbye to yeah. the MCU. So, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot in there. And the whole, like, rocket being like, and we'll all fly away together, you know, mm-hmm. type thing. It's just like, stop, stop talking. I can't take it. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I keep trying to freeze it at the end. And I'm like, who is Nebula carrying? Is that Peter that he, she's carrying? It Nebula? looked like yeah. Peter. I dude, like, the, oh, the trailer like, does such a good job at making you think it's like, dude, any one of them. <laughs> could die in this movie like Drax looks like he's gonna get like messed up like you know I don't know what Mantis Mantis looked at one point like she was like taking the helm and like she was just gonna like get obliterated like the only person who looks like they're coming out of this like un like er, like alive is probably Nebula because she's a robot and you can Mm -hmm. you know as long as her head is intact she's probably good the whole the whole sequence at the end of that trailer though with Peter and Nebula is fantastic where it's like 
it sounds like you you're talking about her and they're both like no no that's stupid that's crazy and then he's like stare i never realized how your eyes <laughs> she's like <laughs> the out of my head is torture and he's like well he picked a good set <laughs> man yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be a hard hard movie to watch i think dude well it's like i'm also wondering because even in like in this trailer you you get very few glimpses of Adam Warlock, so I'm wondering how big of like if they're doing like the typical fake out thing where it's like mm-hmm. he's not really that big a part of the movie, and there's really like some like Galactus is actually like the main villain or something like well, that. Well, uh, 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 the main the about. main villain is a high evolutionary. Yeah, that's that's who. But you gotta wonder if like Adam Warlock kind of starts the movie as the villain type thing, and at the end of it. Maybe they tr- transition into the uh, God. What was Adam Warlock's team's name? It was like the Infinity something, but it was like the Infinity Guard or something like that. That was like his team, and I'm wondering. That's that's kind of what I'm wondering is if they transition the Guardians of the Galaxy into like the Adam Warlock team. Maybe, but maybe we'll see. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Because, you know, those Guardians movies, they're all about family. <laughs> and I'd do anything for family. <laughs> I mean, did you see in the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer that Fiero in the background? Oh, like, yeah. Just flying by? Oh, my God. That would have been so great. <laughs> that would have been so great if it just in one shot you just see a Fiero just floating past. <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> Someone photoshopped that into reality. That's, that's too good. Uh, but, yes. The trailer for the beginning of the end dropped. Fast X. The beginning of the end. I mean, you could draw that out as long as you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's going to be some meat on that bone. How many mo- How many more movies do you think the Fast series has? Well, I mean, technically, supposedly- Iron Man was the beginning of the end, too. So, <laughs> Supposedly, this is the second to last one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mm-hmm. I believe it, don't you? Um, no. Well, I do kind of because so in this trailer they're actually drag racing again, so we've come full circle <laughs> from whatever to now we're just back to street racing again, and that's how it should end. You know what's <laughs> funny? What's funny is when I saw that initially, I thought it was like a flashback from the first couple of movies. I'm like, oh, they're cutting back to like how it used to be. And I'm like, no, 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 that's new footage. Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Jason Momoa was just looking for something to do, just to walk around a movie with a shirt off. So, you know, Vin <laughs> okay. was like, yeah, dude, come on over. Okay. So how funny is it, though? Because he's obviously like the kid or whatever of the guy whose safe they stole mm-hmm. in Brazil. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, he just was in all of these scenes. Apparently you just didn't notice him. He's like, Oh, I got knocked in the water and Oh, I was on the beach and Oh, I was standing right on that bridge. It's like, how were you at all these places? Dude? Like when you were freaking 12, like what are we doing? Okay. Look, we are not watching these movies for consistency or like any type of plot. Like, I mean, we're there for the cars and the family, mm-hmm. right? family and and han and, and han. han yeah i yeah. mean i mean this i i 
venture to say Vin Diesel is trying to make his own Avengers cinematic universe in his like little world, right? I mean, like the bankroll for these movies has to be ridiculous because now you got like Charlize Theron, you got Helen Mirren, you got Jason Statham, you got mm-hmm. Vin Diesel, you got Tyrese Gibson, you got Ludacris, you got Han. Um, I mean, there's oh, look you at got you John knowing Cena. Tyrese's last name. That's yeah. impressive. What can I say? Um, but yeah, I mean, like. There is a tremendous amount of people on the payroll in this movie. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm here for it day one. Uh, <laughs> like, it is my guilty pleasure. I mean, granted, like they, they tried to ruin it by putting that Fiero in space. But, um, you know, when you see in the commercial that his charger gets shot with like two harpoons and he just like hits the nitrous button and like yeets both of those things together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what you're in for. I mean, and it's not like, you know, there, there's not going to be a lot of logic that you're going to have to <laughs> you're going to have to follow here. Um, I do have to say I'm thankful that Hobbs and Shaw totally tanked because if that movie had been a hit, we'd be neck deep in the fast cinematic universe. 100%. <laughs> Every single one of these people would have had their own movies. And and outside of a Han movie, I, I don't I couldn't take it I don't think I mean they could do a Tokyo Drift too day one purchase <laughs> um, yeah no uh, Tokyo uh, Tokyo Drift is absolutely one of those complete guilty pleasure movies it's oh, sure. so bad it's so bad. But every time it's on, I watch the fucking thing. Like I can't help it. Oh yeah, like uh, every every time they do the uh, the parking lot like battle, like yeah. I, mean, I just watch him just mash that car up like left and right, like every single time. The the driving the Chevelle through the construction scene in the beginning, uh, I will sit through that too. Like if I see that on, like it's ruined. Like I'm mm-hmm. basically going to watch it sitting yep. down. So what's funny is I heard pe- people were like trying to figure out who um, Brie Larson's character is. And I guess like like some of my people I was talking about, they were, were speculating that's probably like Paul Walker's like secret sister or something like that. And um, <laughs> and I was like, dude, it'd be su- the, these movies. It wouldn't be surprised me if instead it was like his kid from the future that comes back to the past <laughs> to save Dom. <laughs> like, it's it's, it's the Fierro, the Fierro ripped into the multiverse, and uh, yeah, she's gonna be the handler for like John Cena's character or something. Is what it's gonna be. It's gonna be something totally lame like that, but she'll be there. I'm waiting for you know horribly disfigured Gal Gadot to show up because she really survived <laughs> falling off that plane. Paraplegic Gal Gadot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's uh, I I bet you uh, Brie Larson's character pulls up driving a Nissan because she sponsors Nissan. So she'll mm. get a little bit of shameless plug there. But it'll be like some sick ass skyline. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, the like all that. electric GTR like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 100%. But yeah, um, I'm on board. I'm excited. So Shannon, one thing that was on our list that I wanted to talk to you about mm-hmm. your thoughts on the transformer rise of the beast trailer. Okay. I have been out of the transformer game since probably the second transformers movie. A smart, um, a smart place to depart. T- yeah. depart. Yes. Yes. So I've been, been out of it for a minute. 
but it seems like it's a good return to form. My only concern was that the only ad you saw for it during the Super Bowl was an ad for Porsche, which the, I guess the non-Optimus Prime character <laughs> in this one mm -hmm. um, it is. He's an older Porsche. And so I'm worried about the serious amount of brand placement in this movie, but it looks cool. My only problem with the Transformers movies is like they did so much crap with the robots when they transformed that like the battle seemed like just shit on the screen. Like you did not see what yeah, was happening. That was, that was always my problem too with the first Transformers movies. You had no idea what was happening. It was just yeah. like tears and metal on the screen. And like, I guess someone just got hit. I don't, I don't know. Sounded bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh definitely benefits from a smaller screen, I think, because you can see more of what's going on. Um, but if they can clear that up, if they can unmuddy those waters, I'm, I'm down for it. I mean, Optimus Primal, you know? Yeah, give me that. I mean, Justin seems all excited about it. I do like Beast Wars. You know, like I said, I want, you know, give me Megatron, Tyrannosaurus Rex, tearing ass through the city. See, like, that's, that's the thing is, I like, I I want, like, like did they haven't, they haven't done the, um, or maybe they did in, like, one of the other movies, but they haven't done, like, the... What was it like when all like the construction robots got together and made like what Davis Devastator? Was that his name? Like the, mm -hmm. the big like did they have have they done that in any of the movies? Yeah, uh, they did. That was number two, right? With all the Constructicons. No, oh, yeah, they did. I think that was, was that two. <laughs> I think so. The Leonard uh, Nimoy one, right? Remember when Leonard Nimoy was a villain in a Transformers movie? <laughs> no, I don't. Edridge Farm remembers. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hyped. I'm, we've talked about it a few times. How have there never been a Fast and Furious Transformers like crossover movie? Talk about printing fucking money. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... Vin Diesel Wait. just jumps in Bumblebee and takes off. Come on. No. See, that's a problem, right? Is because Vin Diesel needs to be in control, right? Like, or like Dom, he needs to drive his cars, right? Like mm. the robots are like taking control. If you know, if there's, they, there needs to be like a situation where like Bumblebee gets like super messed up and like he can transform into a car, but he can't drive for some reason because like his brain is jacked up, and then Dom's got to go in there and like drive him out of there. Like, you know, like dead stick, like got to go out and like just drive him and get him, get him back to safety. Oh, see. Mom pulls his wrench out and he's <laughs> beating Decepticons in the face with it in the parking lot. All of a sudden they're like all rocket scientists because they know how to fix friggin' Transformers. <laughs> we've got to steal this, the, uh, how the all spark. It? Yeah. We've got to steal the all spark for family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't turn our backs on family, and this uh, Allspark is in this 18-wheeler driving across town. We're going to get in these lowered Hondas and drive yeah. underneath them in synchronized uh, battle mechanics. Well, Tyrese is driving away from Starscream, like, yelling at Luke. He's like, I just can't handle this shit right now, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, this, writes, this movie writes itself, bro. Like, uh, yes. 
Oh man, it's so good. <laughs> that would be awesome too. Dude, just, I oh, Decepta man. can't handle this shit. God damn it, dude. I had I had another good I, one. On the too, plus side, where, I think we have a show uh, title this week. So. <laughs> um, where uh, Vin Diesel was in an interview asking, like, someone asked him, like, in uh, if the, another actor he would want in the Fast like franchise, and he said that he wanted Robert Downey Jr. to basically play like an Elon Musk character in the Fast franchise, and because there was going to be, I guess, self driving uh, cars okay. or something like that. And in this Discord, I put ludicrous racing a self-driving car. Careful, Dom. This Tesla self-driving car is off the oh, blockchain. And then Dom goes, don't worry. Car transforms in the hot air balloon. I'm on the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> let's, send it, let's, let's put this car in the cloud. <laughs> oh, shit. Ugh. I don't even know where to go from there. That's. I mean, but you, yeah. I mean, we're, I think we're at the everything point. else is downhill now. Yeah, I know. Like, I think like, we can't get better. Like we peaked. Uh, Justin. Septic can't handle this <laughs> shit. God damn it! It's so good. It's so good, Justin. You're welcome. Uh, I can see. I could visually see it. Just you know, him in like one of those like in like uh, I don't know like. What, what's Ironhide? Just like just rolling around in Ironhide, like just talking shit like the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd have to put him with like one of the real prissy ones. So there's like the comedic timing back and forth, you know. Dude, what the the comedic one was his name, Jax. Uh, yeah. The, uh, I mean, he gets ripped in half like in every movie. Like, I mean, he died and like he died in like the first five minutes of the animated one, and he gets ripped in half in like the first Transformers movie by Megatron, like. Ah yes, the real the real racist killing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Well, not as bad as the racist caricatures we got in the second movie with, you know, the two hip hop listening mm-hmm. Transformers that couldn't read so well and had gold teeth. But, you know, it's fine. <laughs> Michael Bay, everyone. Um <laughs> It was the early two thousands, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was totally fine. Everyone was doing it. Jesus. Um okay, were there any other trailers that we missed you guys from the Super Bowl? Not from the Super Bowl. I'm trying to think if there was anything that came out, any other trailers that came out that were of note. But I mean, that's a lot. I know Yeah, I was like I know a Children of the Corn one got posted, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I totally meant to take a picture and show you guys, but I forgot. I I discovered I owned an anime from from my youth, hmm. and it was I was digging through my attic on stuff, and I found video CDs. If you remember those, it was they were, came in like a DVD type case, but there were two CDs with video on them, and it was uh, Fist of the North Star. <laughs> that's a good one. CDs. That's a good one. That's a good anime to have. If you're gonna, I mean, like at least it wasn't like I don't know something else, something lame, like yeah. Bubblegum Crisis or something. I man, Bubblegum Crisis <laughs> out here taking strays, but <laughs> but yeah, I I actually don't know if it was ever watched because I don't ever remember watching 
Fist of the North Star in that format, but I just thought it was hilarious that I own video CDs of an anime, like <laughs> me of all people. Like, the hell? One of us. One of us. <laughs> yeah, Zach is honorary yeah. weeb. Ordering a body pillow next week. You know, it's... Yes! <laughs> it's one of those things. Gotta, apparently, this is who I am now. Might help your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Get a body pillow. Totally help my shoulder out. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, Nezuko, you're a lifesaver. Is he's just like relieving all the pressure on his shoulder? I feel so gross right now. <laughs> um, oh Jesus! Well, should we do a little what we've have been playing, mm-hmm. gentlemen? Because um, I've been playing Hi-Fi Rush. I've got the last character unlocked. I'm ready. I'm in. I'm in the end game now. Um, and yeah. It's a, that game continues to kick ass. I I will say it's getting, I've decided that the levels are a little long. They could have shortened. That's a complaint I've heard is it's like in like 30 to 40 minutes per level or something. Yeah. They could have shortened those hallways up a lot. There doesn't need to be that many crates in a level. It's the best part of that game is the fighting. And they're just, they dole it out very sparingly. It's like you could have you could have cut the hallways in half and given me two more fights a level and I wouldn't have a complaint at all. But when I'm going, okay, like the security level boss, right? She's at the top of this huge tower and and the main part of that level is going up the tower. They even self-reference it a few times of like how freaking high up this thing do I have to go? This is ridiculous. And it's like, okay, haha, funny joke. But at the same time, no, seriously, how high do I have to go? Cause this is ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, and, and yeah, it's like, it was a really fun fight. It was good all the way at the end, but there's no reason that needed to be like an hour to get to that last fight. It was just stupid in a lot of ways. And, and it's leaning on the worst part of that game, which is the platforming. But, that being said, when you get to the fights, they fucking kick ass. So I'm you're right back in it. It's just one of those like the platforming's not good enough to make that part super fun. Mm. And so I wish they would have just cut some of that stuff. And really cuz I mean, playing through it now, I'm probably like 10 hours in. My mm. guess is it probably wraps up in the next 2 to 5 hours. And I rather they would have made it a more concentrated like 10 hour experience than a 15 hour experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I that's literally my only complaint. The writing is fantastic. The characters are great. Like I'm way into the game, the fighting rules. It's, it's up there for me with like devil may cry, uh, devil may cry five. As far as like, it can be as simple or as complex as you want it to be. And I'm probably somewhere in the middle. Like I've, I've, I don't use the same combo over and over and over again, even though you totally could, but I probably also don't combo the additional characters enough as I should either. So it's, it's one of those things where I, I enjoy, I enjoy that they give you options to just let you play it how you want to, but you never also feel like, Oh, I'm playing this wrong. I could be doing better. The game just lets you do what you want to do and never gives you any, indicator that like oh you could be better have you tried not sucking 
<laughs> tried, you know, and so uh, it's it's fantastic. Um, I have purchased Pizza Tower, so I'm really excited to start that. That's going to be my bedtime game, I think. So, yeah. So the question I have for you is last week when you were talking about playing it on your um, Steam Deck, you were talking mm-hmm. about the latency with your parrying. Yeah. Um, now, to get through those rough patches, did you go back to play it on like your computer or your Xbox? And yeah, then I, I went. Your... I went back to the Xbox, and yeah, I found that the the cloud streaming is way better for me to just get through the levels. Mm-hmm. But at the boss battles, I I want the Xbox controller in my hand. It's just a lot. I even if it's mental, it just feels a lot more precise to me. Um. But I do feel like on the parrying specifically, there you'll miss it. It's it's one of those things like if they gave you five more milliseconds to hit that button, it probably would be fine. But yeah, like the Corsica battle with the security chief, a lot of that is parrying and I couldn't do it to save my life. I fired up the Xbox literally the second time got through it. It was just, oh, okay, here we go. And and I think that's just one of the failings that game has. It's or maybe the cloud streaming has is it's just enough latency where on a game where it's all rhythm based, it's it has a tough time. Okay. <clears throat> Good to know. Yeah. Also probably my internet connection, but eh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe. So yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. Shannon, how about yourself? <clears throat> all right. So after the Nintendo Direct, uh, and is everybody talking about Metroid Prime Remastered? I was like, I've never played this game. I've wanted to play this game. People have talked about this game. Like, it looks great. Like, I'm going to give it a try. So I downloaded that, and I played maybe, like, the intro and got down to the planet and have gotten the ability to roll into a ball and, um, you know, a couple other, like, little tchotchkes, and I'm enjoying it. It's a good game. Um, I It's the Metroid I want. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't really like the, you know, side scrolling, like kind of jumping around Castlevania kind of like look to it. Um, I did that when I was, you know, 9, 10, 11, like when I was playing that on the regular Nintendo, like, you know, I'd like to try something new and this is mixing it up and I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I also downloaded, um, power washer simulator for my switch. Um, Oh yes, I did. And I <laughs> uh, started turning that on. I, my, my son was looking for a game to play on the switch and I was like, you should play power wash simulator. And he was like, why? And I was like, it's like coloring for adults, but you use a hose and you clean up dirt from things. And it's really cool. And he played it for about five minutes and he was like, this is dumb. And I was like, it's not dumb. You take that back. Um, but I like it. Um, just because it gives me another platform to play that on. That being said, I miss the mouse and keyboard. Um, the controller, like this switch port, that nozzle, uh, your gut, your spray mm-hmm. gun does some weird things. Yeah. Weird. Super weird. So I hope they fix that. I hope they get that under control. Um, but if they could fix that, I think I'm going to play the mess out of that game, especially when the Final Fantasy, like, Midgar, like, comes out and I can <laughs> steam clean Midgar. But, um, and it, it also is one of those things where I, I have the distinct feeling 
with Power Wash Simulator, if I hadn't played the PC version first, I would I would think it was great. But because I know the fidelity I'll get with a mouse and keyboard, it's one mm. of those like you can't go home again type deals. Yeah, that was a that was that was the bummer. Um, also, I picked up um, what was it? Power Pros WBSC Baseball. Oh, uh, it was on sale for ninety nine cents. All right. Um, and I like it. It's hard. Like, don't get me wrong. It's probably one of the harder baseball games that I played. Um, the AI that you play against is phenomenal, and even on normal, like they're just really, really good. Uh, so it's kind of challenging to win. Um, it seems like they really do want you to play against other players. Like, you know, they want you to do the multiplayer portion of it. Like you can play practice games and you can do like one-on-ones, but there's no season, which kind of sucks. Mm. Um, cause I would really just like a single player experience, um, instead of having to go online and get my teeth kicked in by people who play this game on a regular basis. Sure. Um, but you know those uh, those were the the purchases uh, I picked up this week. Uh, I've also been playing, getting through um, Fire Emblem Engage. Um, I know <coughs> Justin's put in his uh, his time, but I'm around. I think I just started Chapter 16 today. And uh, yeah, we could talk about that in a little bit because I got some qualms about that game. Uh, I love it. Oh. Don't get me wrong, but I think like around Chapter 10, they do you dirty, like super dirty. So <laughs> well, Justin. Well. A little trouble in paradise, shit. No, no, Justin. Why don't, why don't you? Since you since you completed the game, why don't you fill us in? Yes. So I, I'm excited now that you are further in the game to finally get to talk about this part of it with you. So I did beat Fire Emblem, um, all of it. I mean, I also downloaded the DLC, did all of that shit too. There's still, of course, more coming out, but I am currently done with it or whatever, and. Uh, so when you hit chapter 10, um, you get in this fight where by the end of it, you lose all your emblem rings. They all get taken from you. And throughout the rest of the game until I want to say it's about, I don't think you get them all back, honestly, until about chapter, I want to say like 20, maybe 19 is when you get them all back. But uh, it, it's hard because you get so used to uh, using the engaging the emblem rings. And, what, and it's like I had certain characters that were really only good because of the emblem rings I had equipped on them, like is why I was using them. And then once that was gone, I was like, oh, this person actually kind of fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do with them now and it's like i've already invested like all this time you know i'm about like almost halfway through the game and i invested all this time into this character that now doesn't do what i want them to do because i don't have the emblem ring and i was like oh well you know i'll probably get it back in a couple chapters and then now you're on like chapter 14 it's like hey would really (laughs) like that ring back you know so and then by the time i finally did get the ring back I had already gotten other characters that I was like had replaced that person with that. I, and it's like, I'm not going back to that person anymore. Uh, so what did you think of the fact that you got your shit taken from you? Shannon? I was pissed. Like I was big mad. Like <laughs> it wasn't it like, I mean, it's almost, it almost ruins the game at that point. Right. Cause like, I mean, you get everything taken away from you and the next couple battles, 
Like you don't have emblems. Like you just have your characters. And like you better hope that you leveled your characters like to a playstyle that can accommodate not having an ace up your sleeve. Um so, you know, in a way it was kind of interesting because you couldn't rely on engaging um with your with your emblems. Um yeah. but it made the battle seem so much longer because you were so much weaker. Um which sucked and then the thing that sucks is you get used to the play style that you have with the original six or seven rings that you had then you go and you get you know you go on the search for like the other set the other half of the rings right that are out there and they have a totally different skill set like the first the first couple that you get like the first six that you get are all primarily offensive like they're all out there like helping you like just kick people's teeth in like, you know, helping you dodge, helping you attack, you know, giving you great abilities. Like the second set of rings that you get is basically, um, you know, it's, it changes your play style. It's, um, you know, buffs and stat increases and, um, you know, dodging increases or, you know, somebody gets a perk. Uh, what was it? What's blade? Was it Blaylith or whatever his name is? Blythe or whatever the, yeah. Like, Blythe? so yeah. Like he basically is like a mentor, right? So like, he's basically allowing, you know, other people to get stat bonuses by being around him. You have the, like the other chick who basically gives blocking bonuses uh, to the people around him. Like my people, like they don't travel in packs, right? Like nobody's like, it's not like a flock. That's all going to one spot. Like, you know, a lot of times you're trying to like, you know, you flank the uh, the enemy or like, you know, you're trying to kind of get a, get around them and like, you know, basically sandwich them from both sides. So it's kind of hard to utilize that, that it doesn't fit my play style. So I find myself just kind of going rogue a lot, like not really using the the rings that they have for me right now. And that's fine because I have like my master seal. So like a lot of people are getting into their advanced classes now um yeah so i mean and i basically use the the emblems that i have to give my um, people weapon proficiencies so that i can change them to things that i want so yeah it's an interesting tactic that they went with um i don't know like you know i feel it kind of lessens my experience with fire emblem this go around but i haven't gotten to the end of the game yet so i don't know if that's going to change but we'll see soon because I play it every night before I go to bed. Yeah. And so that's the hard part too, is because equipping emblem rings also um, gives you stat mm -hmm. increases in addition to that, like health, strength, whatever, in addition to those abilities and stuff. So like losing those, it's like, oh, you just like debuffed my entire team mm -hmm. as well. Um, so, well, so I beat the game. And let, let me tell you, the story goes places. Like, towards the end there, it gets <laughs> wild, uh, story-wise. Um, the emblem rings in the... Do you have the DLC? No, I'm going to buy it, though. Dude, I will tell you right now, the emblem rings in the DLC are fucking cracked. <laughs> like, it is, like, pay-to-play. Like, they are insanely good. Um <laughs> uh, like it's it's bonkers and so i beat the game and i bought the dlc when i was about where you are i think i was at like chapter 16 or whatever when i bought the dlc and then i like took a break from the story and went and collected all the new emblem rings or whatever and then had to like 
leveled them up with people I wanted them on and stuff. And yeah, uh, Elregard, which is the, the three houses one or whatever, theirs is all right. I haven't really used it. It's interesting because there's three bodies in the one ring. It's the three different leaders of the houses and it like switches every turn or whatever. So depending on what turn you engage it on depends on what person's going to pop out of the ring and like what weapons you'll get to use or whatever. Uh, so I haven't really got to play with that one. Tiki is one of the ones that is the busted one. Uh, her thing is that one of her abilities is she makes you um, like when you level up your like stat increase more, like you get better stat increases per level up. And the Elregard one that is the one perk of it is that it also increases the experience that you gain. Um, and you can have both at the same time. You know, you can just bond them to a point and then use your SP and inherit those skills from them and just slap them on. So you don't even have to have them equipped to them to do that. So that's crazy. And with uh, Tiki, hers too is like luck mm -hmm. and HP. Um, so there's ones that do that and putting that on, do you use uh -huh. the thief chick, the red yeah. hair, a little star dude? Yeah. She's cracked. And her with Tiki is insane because her crit chance is based crits based on luck. And so dude, I got her luck up to like 50 <laughs> and dude, she hits like 55% of the time she's going to crit <laughs> and she attacks twice. So it's like, I get two chances at landing a critical on you. And with the uh, the one emblem ring where it's the dragon, where it does the vein of whatever, and it mm -hmm. creates, like, uh, depending on who it's equipped to, it has a different effect. But on her, it does a veil of fog that increases your evasiveness, like, plus 20 or 30 or something like that. So it makes her harder to hit. So, dude, you just throw her out and then put a veil of fog on her and it's like she's not going to get hit and she's going to lure people in and then just crit them down like she's taken out like five six people on enemy turns before. yeah i was doing the uh i was doing the mission where you get that ring um for the uh for, with the dancer um in the uh in the desert and i put her in a room yeah. and like i didn't know that there was like five dudes in that room and they all tried to attack her and she killed them all and was maybe maybe got hit once mm-hmm yeah, no, dude, she is so good. Like, her and um, Ivy, mm -hmm. Ivy on the drag, like, they are, like, I think two of the absolute best. Like, you know, they just go in and just wreck shot and, like, can one-shot people. Constantly. Yeah, no, I got Louie and uh, uh, Louie and, and the thief chick are, like, my two bangers right now. Like, they're just, they just, they'll clean house. Like, you put those two in a room. Yeah, and what's great is you get an ability later on that I equipped to someone else that makes it so that you can make it make someone a target, like a decoy where you will, will make enemies specifically target that person until either uh, like that person's dealt so much damage or done whatever. So all the time I'm like, yep. I'm like, you kiss the decoy. And I just like, keep putting it on her. I'm like, go attack her and just throw out. I'm like, Oh, you don't want to attack her, but I'm going to make you attack her now. <laughs> and so it's like they know that they're going to die and they still go to attack her anyway. So That's it's awesome. funny. <laughs> uh, but the, the DLC stuff is really cool and it's totally worth it too. And so I also, I beat the game. I started a new game of maddening mode, which is the hardest difficulty. And on classic where when someone dies, they're gone forever. And it's fucking brutal. 
Um, it's it's brutal to the point where I don't think I want to do it anymore. <laughs> um, I'm on chapter five, and it's just I'm all for hard games. I love Dark Souls. I like I'm all about challenge, but it's just it feels like it's an unfair challenge because it's not like the enemies are necessarily harder. Like their AI is a little smarter. Yeah, they have a little more health, but it's more like your characters are weaker, and I don't like that. Like stuff like magic does not hit nearly as hard as it does in normal mode, which is like, okay, sure. Like whatever. Yeah. Everything damages down a little bit, but accuracy is like tanked hardcore. Like ax people are borderline (laughs) fucking useless. Like their accuracy rating is like 65% on like a good attack. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, so I'm banking on this person landing a hit. And then they run out there and just whiff. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. Like, they're basically dead now because they miss. And I rewind time and I'm like, let's try that again. 67% chance. Miss again. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I, he's just gone. Like, I just, I can't do anything about that. And in maddening mode, like, there's no one-shotting someone in maddening mode. Like, usually it takes, like, three to one. Like, you have to put three people on one person to, like, kill them. Like, you are not one-shotting someone. But you bet your ass, like, they can damn near one-shot you. And so it's hard. And it's like, I get it with the positioning and the whatever. But it's like, you don't get that much experience. Like, your level-ups do jack shit. Like, you gain a level. It's like, oh, cool, plus one in HP. Like, that's nothing. Like, usually in normal mode, it's like, you get four or five different stats that level up. And this is like, here's one or two. And you get plus one. Maybe plus two if you're lucky. And I'm like, dude, like, come on. You get no money. Which, like I said, none of that would be a problem, but it's just, you can't, uh, like, attack, like, none of my people are landing. And when the majority of your starting people are axe people at the beginning (laughs) of the game, I'm like, I don't know how I get through Chapter 5. Like, I tried Chapter 5 maybe eight different times, and I still couldn't do it. I made it almost to the end, but it cost me so (laughs) many people that there was no way I could continue. Because I'm like, I can't go into Chapter 6 missing three people when i only have eight people (laughs) like it's not gonna work like there's just no way so i was getting frustrated with that and i started a new new game on normal mode again but with classic where when they die they're gone forever but now that i've played through the game once i'm like i know what characters are good and which ones aren't like what abilities are worth investing in and leveling up in and then now that i have the dlc like when you get all your rings taken away, you will still have the DLC rings. <laughs> so I want to try going through those areas. Now, like now I'll have four or five rings that they didn't take away. So I want to see like how those areas are now. Cause they're kind of banking on you not having rings in those areas, but the DLC kind of negates that. So I want to kind of see how different that is. Uh, so I've been doing that and it's kind of been fun doing that because it's strategic in a way where like i've mainly been the little wizard boy and then your main Mm -hmm. character are like the only two that i have killing enemies right now because right now everyone else in my party i'm like they all suck like i don't care about them like you get way better people later on so the people i want to get the experience right now are those two so both of them are like level four while everyone else is like level like (laughs) one or two right now because they've just been I'm like, you set it up, they'll knock it down because they're the people I'm investing in because they're going to be my in-game people and you guys are just fodder <laughs> to get them to the end of the game. So I've been having fun with that. And then I've been playing more Pizza Tower 
I'm excited for Zach to play Pizza Tire. It has only gotten weirder. Yeah, that's what and I like. It has also only gotten harder. Uh, one of the levels I played was a mini golf course where you have to hit the enemy like a ball. It's very reminiscent of Wario Land. I think two is when they introduced the golf mini game and stuff. So it, it's very challenging to find. It gets chaotic uh, at the end of that level because you have to race back to the beginning. But it's not just you racing back. You're playing golf all the way back to the beginning. So it's like, here, you have like four and a half minutes and you can't just run to the exit like you normally have to. You have to play hmm. golf while running back to the exit. So it's like you have to make sure the ball, like you hit the ball in the right direction and you're sitting there panicking because, you know, you're like, oh, shit, dude, I need to go, need to go. And so you're messing up and like the ball's getting hit in all different directions and stuff. So you're having to like chase it down. <laughs> uh, but it's really fun. I saw someone speed ran the game in an hour and like 20 minutes, I think is the world record right now. And that seems bananas to me. I, I could not. They must be so incredibly good at that game. And I cannot, I will never be that good. <laughs> An hour and 20 but, minutes. That sounds impossible, but okay. Yeah. Right. Whereas I'm like 10 <laughs> hours maybe into the game. And I'm like, I think not even halfway through the game. So the fact that they're <laughs> an hour and 20 minutes in and they beat it. Something All right. Else. Um, well, gentlemen, uh, I, I kind of want to suspend Spoiler Zone just because uh, I, I think I need to go pass out. So No, that's fine. Uh, I, I need to do the same. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm dropping like a fly right now. So <laughs> I think I swallowed that fly because mm. I got something in my throat. It's making me cough pretty bad. Yeah, good time. I think it was just all the Fire Emblem talk. It's mm. choking you. Maybe. But uh, yeah. So Justin, seeing as uh, you're you're with the walking wounded right now, uh, why don't you <laughs> why don't you fly us into the hospital and uh, land this plane? You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know, what what were some of your favorite trailers from the Super Bowl this past weekend? You know, head on over to our you know movie section on the discord and you know let us know you know what were some of your favorite moments and while you're at it head on over to spotify give your boys a review let us know you know how are we doing guys and uh hey zach while you're still awake uh what do you think robbie would say robbie would say hey guys go be great and if you ain't feeling good all you got to do is take some chicken feet and put them over your ears. And then you got to run around in your backyard on a full moon with your shirt off, with your left foot up in the air, singing oogity boogity boogie, let's go racing. And you'll feel better the next day. <laughs>